To all my sneakerheads, lovers of Christ and lovers of culture, welcome back to episode four of Jesus and Jordan's podcast with your host, B-Folks, and also with my very, very special guest, my wife, Mrs. Monique Folks. I hope that this episode encourages you and strengthens you to be the best you as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and please enjoy. You start a TikTok page. Oh, my gosh. That got deleted. It got deleted. Oh, my gosh. And in one year, you get 86,000 followers. (laughs) Yes. Your biggest video, not biggest, the Mm -hmm. most viral video Mm -hmm. was 11 million views. 11.7 million views. But this came from a technique that you've already had in your bag, mm-hmm. but you wasn't planning on using. Mm-mm. But God said, I need this one. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Doing her books are full. <sighs> Again, this is not the plan. I, your mind was products. Products. And so. It, it adjusted. Started. So the thought was, okay, you know, we have these products. Why don't we offer treatments as well? Oh, yeah. At this time, you, you got your licenses. Oh, I felt a urge. Look, here's the thing. It's so much. Happening. It's so much. <laughs> y'all, like, I need a Netflix series. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Speak it, Mo. I need a Netflix series. Um, Speak that. So there's so much happening. So we open in November of 21. Yeah. And I instantly feel this urge. The Lord is like, you need to get certifications. Okay. You need to get certified in this. You need to get certified in that. You need to get certified in this. And it would not go away. So he told me where to go. I went there, got my certifications, put my time in, put the study in. Yeah, I paid for these courses. I didn't. And I paid a pretty penny. Oh, yeah. Paid a pretty penny to get this education and this knowledge that I have. And, you know, November, I was like, hey, y'all, I'm back doing hair, you know. Got a few appointments, but I don't know what happened come January because it's like all of a sudden everything just erupted. So I went from having literally, mind you, I had not done hair professionally since 2018. Mm-hmm. I went from having zero clients to when it was all said and done, 170. Mm-hmm. One person, 170. Out of those 170, 100 of them were active, reoccurring, rebooking clients every week, every two weeks, every three weeks. This is in one year, people. One year. So. Do you, you know, see the multiplication process in all of this? My goodness. It, there's a lot of, I want to say. Because in 2021, we're, we're talking about brave, but. There's a life outside of Brave that's happening. We just sold our home. <laughs> Summer of 2021. Jesus Christ. And with, with the mind, so, so we, hold on, let me slow down. We sell our home in summer of 2021. We move in with your people, mm-hmm. your, your, your parents. With the idea with that the it was idea. only going to be three months. Oh, three months. Tops. Tops. Beautiful home. Thank God we had the space. Beautiful home. Mm-hmm. And 
that three months turned into 11 months, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -mm. It did. Before we before we bought it, we were here for 11 months. You're we right. moved in right. Mm -hmm. for right before Mac's birthday. You're right. This is the last week of April. Mm -hmm. And when we bought the house, it, it was, was April, April 13th. 13th. You're right. So it was almost a year to the date. Yes. <laughs> Transitions, people. Throughout this whole thing. Oh, throughout this whole thing. We're transitioning schools. We're transitioning jobs. I just got a new job. Thank we God. lose our car. The the weekend we move to the house, our car gets totaled. Cinco de Mayo. While it's parked. While it's so now we don't have a car. <laughs> Winning and losing at the same time. Seemingly. We ain't never losing. Seemingly. Seemingly. Yeah. Because it's like, Lord Jesus. What is happening? What is happening? And God is faithful. So faithful. He's, he's with us the whole time. We never really lost a, a step because we lost the car, gained the car, because my pops helped us out, and then yeah. had a car rented, then bought a car. Mm -hmm. Then a car was given to you. It was. Her name same is Grace. Summer. Her name is just given to you from the homie. Yeah. Just given her. I, I don't I'm not driving it here. Then again, through community with with um a relationship we gained from your pops, our mechanic put the whole car back together. He did. And it's still driving perfectly fine today. Mm -hmm. And it needs an oil change, but you know. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. But it's fine. <laughs> And then God graced us with another car. So this is 2021. Yes. Life is still happening, people. It's yes. not just we're focusing on brave. We have a whole life. Yes. There's so many pivots going so, on. Wait a minute, at church. Let's let's pause right there because let's let's encourage someone right now. Go ahead. Because I want you all to understand that while the Lord is growing the gifts that He placed on the inside of you, life does not stop. But you have to make a decision Preach, to keep moving through all of the madness. You cannot stop because life don't stop. But that doesn't mean that God's provision, God's favor, nice. that doesn't stop either. Mm -hmm. And so like throughout all of this time, I'm sitting here thinking about how quickly the Lord will multiply. Yes. One, what he breathes on, but also two. What what you give back to him in obedience. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I'm just sitting here shaking my head and like, whoa, yeah. what? Whoa. So many things are happening at one time. There's tears and triumphs at the exact same times. At the exact same time. There's failures and victories at the, at the same exact time. same time. So it's like you crying, but it's like, you know, he going to come through. Because of his resume with you. He's done it. His resume with us, he comes through. He's going to. It he, may not be in our timeline. Come on, man. But, you know, daddy people said it. <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> <laughs> may not come with you all but you be there yeah. right on time. Yeah. You know, that is 
truly what we have seen. He makes ways out of in areas where we can't see it at all. And there are things that God will tell you to do. And you like, why are you making me do this? Yeah. But we can't see what's down the road. But he has a whole plan that is greater than anything that we could ever imagine. So why does he keep coming through? First of all, because he's God. And he's good. He's faithful to his kids. Um, the Bible says the righteous has never been forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Well, he never been hungry. It's been times where like after I got laid off, I was seeking work. There was this, um, this business right down the street from the house. Oh, food pantry team. Who would give us enough mm-hmm. food for the week. Was it for the it month? It was for the month. For the month. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we're getting low, it's time to go back up there to get more food for the next mm-hmm. month. We were always, we were never begging for bread. Mm-mm. And the, so the, the first part says the righteous are never forsaken. We're not righteous because we're, we're good people. No. No one is good. Inherently, we're inherently bad people. Like our hearts are desperately wicked, but it's desperately through the love wicked. of Christ that we're transformed in His love and His grace. Teach and, and <laughs> it's uh, God transforms our heart to be like Him. Yes, as we accept it, you know, and, and and acknowledge Him as Lord. So we're righteous because He made us righteous. So it's all because of Him. So if if it's because of Him, we're not forsaken. It's because of Him that we're not begging for bread. Right. Uh, we are his kids. And ladies and gentlemen, we are givers. Talk about it, sir. Talk about the importance of giving. Not just tithe. No. We give big. We give above what is required. Monetarily and our time. Time. Dinners. Oh my God. The food. We serve. We serve. God's people. Right? And it comes back to us. It does. So he's always used people. And then there's those other times where it's like he it's just he just does something or there's a check, there's an opportunity, there's something, and it's just him. It's like you know what I don't want I don't want y'all to get this twisted. This is all me. This is all me. So tears and triumphs, victories, victories and failures at the exact same time. So we're pushing through, and brave is happening, and. At this time, just so just a moment of transparency, I'm getting upset because I don't see my wife no more. Like she's at the shop. Like yeah. I'm fortunately I have the kind of stay stay at home job where I'm the one taking the kids back and forth. I'm doing this, doing that. I'm like, yo, I didn't sign up for this fam at all. Word. And we need to get this together. Immediately. So what did we do, Mo? We saw counseling. We did. And our counselor said this. And this transformed my thinking. Did you all pray about this? Well, yeah. Like, did did you all like come together, pray about the shop, opening of the shop, the success of the shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you prayed about this, why are you complaining if this is what you wanted? I forgot the role of the husband. Mm. 
the role of the husband is to cult is to cultivate the wife. <laughs> One of the many roles of the husband mm-hmm. is to put your wife into a position where she has the freedom to express her gifts. And when I say put your wife into a position, husbands, we are the peace of the house. We bring the peace. And if you got a woman who loves God, who loves you, she's going to sustain that peace. Reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. If you and that rah-rah, she's going to sustain the rah-rah. Why is that? Tell me why. Men, just even a a, a time, an added, how did, what's the word? Anatomically. Anatomically speaking, mm-hmm. are givers. Yes. Women receive and yep. incubate. Yep. So whatever the husband gives is yeah. what the woman will reciprocate and produce and multiply. So how, what do I look like complaining about what I pray for? We sat and I sacrificed, I prayed, I wanted this for her, for my wife to be successful. Spoke life into my wife. Did. Fasted, prayed, affirmed. The word, I spoke the word over her. But now since she's a little busy, now I got, I'm complaining. Man, if you don't shut up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not me, y'all. <laughs> so, so what did we have to? What did we have to do? We had to communicate. We did. And I had to just understand that this is just a season. This is just a season. And you pray for this, so you cannot complain. For what you wanted to happen. Now it, it wasn't. You didn't know how it was going to happen. And the reality of uh, your wife being a. My wife being a business owner. But now you have to adjust Brandon. Because mm-hmm. you're. Through the wisdom. And the power of God. You're helping to c- cultivate. To help bring out. To help grow. By giving your wife space. I take no. Um, ownership in who she is. <laughs> oh yeah, man, she got the shot because you know I did. No, 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 no. It's not me. I just gave it the space. Here you go, babe. You know how hard things would have been go. if you were contentious during that time. Word. Oh my gosh. The husband, her, her here's the space, mo. At the house, and mind you, it wasn't a lot of space. But <laughs> here's the opportunity. The, the kids are out the house. You, you got all day to figure this stuff out. Mm-hmm. I'm at work. Do you? You got the space. You you have the opportunity. Figure it out. No hatred. No nothing. Figure it out. Because mm-hmm. there's something in you. We just got to figure. Where, where is it? Find it. Pull it out. And execute. Every podcast I'm learning has a slogan. Something that happens in every podcast I've done. So this is podcast number four. Uh-huh. And one thing that keeps coming up is tears and triumphs. Tears and triumphs. I got to put that. It's a t-shirt. Every single. Oh, I love God. So. We adjust. Mm-hmm. You're into the groove. Of having a business. Yes. You are. Building relationships with strangers. Yes. You're their counselor. Mm-hmm. Confidant. Man. Support system. Man. 
Shoulder to cry on. Intercessor. Intercessor. <laughs> Prayer warrior. Prophesied by the hour. <laughs> Bestie. For strangers. For strangers. Tell me about the experience, babe, of meeting brand new people in Maplewood where it's a mixed crowd. You get white people, you got black people. Um, tell me about that. Tell us about, yeah, just that experience of you opening your heart to just new people and um tell us like tell us like your favorite experience like your favorite person who came in and just how it blessed you and, and all that good stuff oh man oh, wow you mentioned being able to service um politicians yeah so um, Are we allowed to talk I'm about not going to cool. go too far. There you go. Okay. But um, this particular politician was one of my favorite clients. Yeah. She was so spunky. She had so much, like, she was the bomb, okay? Like, loved her. And one of the most transformative moments was she was leaving a um, whatever kind of meeting in Jeff City. Mm-hmm. And she immediately got off the road after driving back and came to the shop to get her hair done. She sat in the chair. She let out a deep breath. She looked at me and she says, I think I'm about to cry now. (sighs) And she just basically melts. You know, there's nobody in the salon but us two. Yeah. And I hug her. And allow her the space to not have to be strong. There, there you go. So for me, while there are so many aspects of the services that I provided. And one of the biggest ones was that my clients trusted me with them. Mm-hmm. They trusted me with their emotions. Yeah. They trusted me with their insecurities. Yeah. And so there were a lot of times where I would schedule clients when I knew that nobody else was coming that day because they were insecure about whatever I was meeting them with. Wisdom. Because I wanted them to feel safe. Yeah. And when people would come in and say, hey, it's so peaceful in here. I feel safe. Thank you for allowing me this space. Mm -hmm. And so... Those were always my favorite times. Like those moments were countless where someone would come in and would literally melt in my arms. And so now one thing I had to learn was how to leave that at the salon Mm -hmm. and not bring it home. Yeah. Which I learned very quickly. Mm -hmm. But um, it uh, that that moment right there, she got out the car, came and sat down. And she looked at me and said, I'm finna cry now. And I said, okay. And she cried. I mean, boo who? And I, I was like, Lord, first of all, this is a woman of power. Power in the community, power in the state. Power in the nation. And she's in my chair and she trusts me to hold her emotions. Trust. And so I didn't take it lightly that my clients trusted me. Mm-hmm. We would have fun, you know, 
turn the music up. We would dance, you know. It, it was just, it was a good time. We've always talked about in business because we're both entrepreneurs. Yes. That's dope. I'm a podcaster. You're a podcaster, babe. Musician, producer. I'm so proud of you. Music director. Oh my gosh. So many hats I wear. Yes, you do. No, nah, but um, we always talk about in business. What separates you from other people? And um, first and foremost, your name. We, we're not going to talk about the other names that we've heard. <laughs> Super deep spiritual names where... Mm-mm. <sighs> Brave Essentials is such a great name. Such a great name. Let's talk about this for a second. When you are choosing, here's a business nugget. Talk about it. When you are choosing a name for your business, you do not want to box yourself in. If you have a global business, your name needs to reach globally. So (laughs) if you name your business, greater is he that is within me than he that is in world. Catering. 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 You have already you have already um brought down your margins and yeah. who you can service. You know? Yes. People are gonna look at that name and like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't want them. You keep going now, granted, the Lord can do whatever. But let's be wise when we're choosing uh names for our businesses. Yeah. If you have, I'm gonna leave that alone. Never mind. So, same topic. What sets you? What sets you apart from other people? And it was your beautiful store. Aesthetically, put together with precision, intention. You had the music playing. You had your candles. We haven't talked about that. The candle market that she's also in. The best Woodwick candles. Woodwick candles. With the best names. Shout out to the one you made for my mama. Hidden Lake. Hidden Lake. Rest in peace. Philo. It was the ambiance. So like it looked, it was clean. It looked good. It smelled good. You had a tea station coffee people felt welcomed all walks of life Mm -hmm. and it's how you made people feel how many beauty salons do you go to (laughs) and it's so ghetto loud dirty they can be the 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 dopest braider the dopest uh lock technician i don't i don't know all the terminology loctician Mm -hmm. i was close you was close they do the dopest weaves and wigs but it's ghetto. Mm-hmm. They don't. People don't want to be there long. Nope. They gotta wash their back. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. You th- again through the wisdom and direction of the Lord, but in a good, safe neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But it was the vibe. Beauty salons come a dime a dozen. They do. Everyone has one. Everybody. Everyone's dope. St. Yes. Louis is a very. Um, thriving city when it comes to beauty salons and people black women with their hands Mm -hmm. thriving prosperous city Mm -hmm. but what said you said you apart again we're not even talking about the the 
the deep spiritual part. Oh, it was my obedience. If everybody had been obedient, almost everybody, there's a lot of people in their lane who still are not doing it right, who's mm-hmm. still getting it wrong mm-hmm. because they don't understand I have to make people feel valued. Yes. That's why people keep coming back to me. It's about the experience as a whole. Quality of the product. Yes. Now we're talking about business. Quality of the product. Quality of the branding. Mm-hmm. So that's the advertising and marketing side. It yes. has to, The branding has... Branding has to look good. Yes. But if you're going to have a brick and mortar, people can touch you and you're accessible. Now it's about how do I make them feel? Also, people want to be in spaces that are clean. There you go. People would always comment, oh, my God, it's so pretty and it's clean. It smells so good. It smells good. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I want your experience begins from the time you hit the corner to the time you leave and get back in your car. Yep. So remember that no matter what you are doing in business, give the people an experience that they won't forget. Mm -hmm. People will never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. And they will tell other people how you made them feel. Yeah. And so that, yeah. We know a lot of people who are good at what they do, but they are, their people skills are trash, bro. Horrible. Fam. (laughs) Shout out to Tim Ross. (laughs) My, my YouTube pastor. <laughs> Fam. <laughs> like people, they don't know how to treat other people. They don't know how to, they don't know how to be open. They don't understand customer service. And you're talking to the wrong guy. They have horrible communication skills. About, I, I come from customer service and sales. I know how to treat people and build rapport, build relationships, and people trust you, mm-hmm. which is why they trust the product. Don't get me started Look, on the foundation. It's all about sales. branding. And the foundation of sales and customer services, because I'm that guy. They buy into you before they buy into your product. Word. And then some things I taught you about, hey, make sure you do this and mm-hmm. this. Because the people, they won't forget how you made them feel. That's the other thing, too. Like, when it comes to actual business, I had no prior knowledge. Yeah. Like, I had an instinct. We didn't come from families of business oh, owners. No. no, we did not. There's no blueprint here. No, this is all off the cuff. Off the cuff. It's faith. You know? Yeah. And so I got to a point to where it's like, I don't know how to manage this. I don't know what I'm doing. So guess what I had to do? I had to hire a business coach. There you go. You never arrive by yourself. Talk about it. You have to get a mentor mm-hmm. to help you get to the next level. But when you get mentors, don't get somebody that's talking about it. You get somebody who's already done it. That's what I had to do. Your mentor is a millionaire. Oh, bonafide. So. A few times over. You know, <laughs> you had to pay money for this relationship. I did. Not because you're likable. It's a deeper relationship. Oh, we have a friendship now. But initially, mm-hmm. you got to pay for this relationship. Oh, uh-huh. Pay for this knowledge. I had to pay for the knowledge that she was giving me. Yes. Had to pay for the skills that she was going to teach me how to be proficient in. So in that one year, a lot a lot of things happened. November 21 to November of 22. Mm. Well, I mean, actually January of 23. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happened. My First and foremost, we bought a house. We did. Last year. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And again, this was through this, in, in the sequence of events, the opportunity to buy the house in a crazy market happened through obedience. 
It was through revival. I felt like we needed to give every single night of this revival. We did. We gave. We gave, like, and it hurt. Twelve hundred. It hurt that week. We gave in that it, one it was, week around twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end, of, what happened a couple of days later was the opportunity to buy a house. It presented itself to us. House wasn't even on the market. I'm going to sip on that. I got my little cup of water. Sip on it. Take me a little drink on that. Bought the house. Most seamless process. Ever. Ever. Well, only the homies can get the full details of what happened <laughs> with that. Just but know it was God. It was God all the way. Um, Great neighborhood. And then you got the opportunity to be an instructor part-time instructor at the hair school. Here's the thing about that. So remember earlier I talked about how the Lord was nudging me to get these certifications. Yes. Right. So that same, that same nudge came and the Lord had me, I stalked <laughs> Grabber School of Hair Design for a month before I even submitted an application. Right. So I was scared. I was afraid. I didn't even know if I was going to be good at it. I didn't know. I just knew that I felt like this is something that I needed to do. And the, it's, it's just crazy because I submitted an application and I didn't hear anything for a few days. So I called and they were like, oh, okay, so what's your name? I was like, um, Monique folks. And they were like, okay, cool. You want to come in for, uh, for an interview and a demo? Sure. So that conversation was on a Thursday. Interview and demo was on a Monday. I had done the interview and the demo, walked around. Demo went absolutely great, you know. So, so much so that the students were begging for me to finish and begged the director to hire me. Yeah. Grace. So. Favor. Man. Grace. That was Monday. Got the f official acceptance Thursday. Here's the thing about this. I got the acceptance. They never saw the application that I submitted. My goodness. They also didn't know. They didn't know my last name. Yeah. Didn't know my last name. Had never seen my resume. Yeah. Huh? That was Thursday. I started the following Monday. So through them, you know, they prepared me to get my instructor's license and everything like that. And it was literally such, it just happened so fast. Yeah. So what else is happening is this is a chess move mm -hmm. because big visions. Mm -hmm. um, but now... You're starting to kind of you're 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 falling in love with this position, mm -hmm. but you still have a store, and now there's prayers of, Lord, how am I going to do both? I'm working three jobs at this time because this this place is now they want me to full time. Yes, I still got to man this store. Mm -hmm. We're talking about hey, I'll go up there some days, mm -hmm. and we're trying to make it work. And we're, we are legit praying about the next step because you, you don't want to stop the store. 
because it's, it's your baby. Mm-hmm. Also, contractually, you couldn't. Exactly. Lease. I was in a three-year lease. <laughs> it ain't no stopping. And this is only year one. It's, year I one just completed just year one. Year one just ended. So we got to make this work. Two more years. We're I had praying. just hired my first stylist. Yeah. We're praying, like, often. <laughs> Every day. Like, we're talking about this often. And then... <laughs> The inevitable. Oh, first. So then they, the school offers me, they officially make a full-time offer. And I'm like, hey, can I have some time to think about this? I have to, it has to make sense. Brandon and I are. And then I get a full-time job. Oh, so mind you, during this time, just a couple months after we purchased this home, Brandon loses his job. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't his fault. It wasn't even mine. <laughs> like real life, it was not his fault. It was just some things ethically and contractually that he just could not agree to. Couldn't. And no, that was not happening. And this is also the goodness of the Lord because we pray in this house. Oh, yeah. And if the Lord would have shown me, I would have freaked out. Mm-hmm. If he would have shown me that. Hey, you will be unemployed for about four months Man. after buying this house. Mm-hmm. This this mortgage it ain't, ain't no pump. Man, look here. This ain't no. Dang, I can't say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. This this ain't no punk. This mortgage is real. Real deal. Mortgage for big people. Big people. Okay. Big finances. Big finances. <laughs> big faith. Big bills. Big faith. <laughs> Look here. Big boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> if he would have shown me what was about to come, I would have freaked out. Yeah. He knows because he knows I'm an A plus B. If it don't equal C. I got to be sense. honest. I would have freaked out too. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm more of a, I'm more of a. Believe guys. Yeah, let's God. go with the wind. Let's, you know, baby, look. Now, look so <laughs> that happened and the Lord sustained. He did. He worked. He worked out so many things for us. So many things for us. Nothing was cut off. Nothing like. Repo, nothing. 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 Mm -mm. Nothing. Now, granted, I was exhausted. Yeah. Because now at this time, I'm working three jobs yeah and i mean we still have finances coming in yeah for our from our other opportunity most definitely and but it's just like stuff it's tight here's the thing though you was you had a good job mm. you know like financial financially yeah. wise it was taking care of some stuff yeah so it was we felt it yeah the absence big felt <laughs> Whew. so here comes January of 23. Mm-hmm. I got a new job. You get a new job. So let me see. When did they offer me? That was in December. December. And they yeah. offered me the full-time position. Yeah. And it took me how long? Two, three weeks to accept yeah. it. It took, it took was, a minute. It took a long time. The holidays happened. Mm-hmm. And this was still after the holidays when you, fought, when you finally told them yes. Yes. I had the thing going in. Me and Brandon talked. Often we prayed much prayer and we agreed and we agreed and we agreed that it would be a good idea for me to go to school full time. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. Two weeks later, I would get an email one morning while I'm in the middle. So at the school, we do something called morning huddle. 
And that is literally where we um, provide uh, motivation and direction for the day at the school. So while I'm, <laughs> while I'm giving motivation about it doesn't matter what comes your way, you got to keep going. I receive an email that states that the owners of the building that where my salon and store was located no longer wanted me to be a tenant. You and the other tenant. Yes. Yeah. And so they, the building had acquired new ownership, you know, since I had been there. So a few months prior and they sent an email saying, I mean, it was very just straight to the point, very mm -hmm. blunt. Your business contract is being terminated. So I have to give context. Give it. Because um, I want people, believers and unbelievers, to understand the hand of the Lord and the judgment of God as Father. So I say it like this. I, here's the analogy. My kids may ask me something, mm -hmm. right? Hey, can I go out with my friends? So I'm the father. Mo is the mother. And we've been at places where they haven't been before. Right. So I make a judgment call. I judge it. I make a judgment call and I say, no, you can't have that. Mm -hmm. But my judgment as a father is, is still my love. Mm -hmm. It's still my grace. It's still it's still my provision mm -hmm. as a father because I see something you can't see. Mm -hmm. I either see an opportunity for this the disaster or I see an opportunity for love. Something something good can come out of this yes. or something bad. But either way, I'm saying no. It could be no because of this or it could just be no mm -hmm. because I said so. The judge, my judgment as a father is still my love. As the child, it doesn't feel good though. Mm, it's like, mm. I wanted that. It's like, why can't oh, I? Oh, I was doing it? that. Why I gotta stop? Yeah. I'm not hurting nobody. I, I'm still your child. Like, I'm gonna do what you want me to do, but like, I'm sad. I'm hurt. Like, mm -hmm. like just let me do it. Like, I know I, it's gonna be cool. Father says no. And that's my judgment. That's, and that's that. And that's that. But this is, but again, this is, this is still my love. Mm -hmm. So it got shut down. And mind you people, Mo was in right standing. She didn't get kicked out because of past bills. Oh no, I oh, was, no. oh, I paid my bills, baby. We're good stewards around here. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I pay was old. I she do did my not get due diligence. Out. She did not get kicked out because of past bills. Not at all. Miss Mo, we just waiting for it. No. Mm -mm. She was in right standing with these people. Had been in right standing for the whole year that I had been there. Well, for them, you know, the couple months, but even with the previous owner, I was in right standing. And still, mind you, we've been praying about what to do. <laughs> Lord, I don't know what to do. Lord, I can't do all of this. What am I supposed to do? And here's the answer. Even though the answer wasn't something that she wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. Here's the answer from the Lord. Here's the thing, though. I absolutely don't think that anything that was removed during that time would have felt good. 
because I loved everything that I was doing while it was physically and nice. mentally and emotionally wearing me down to the ground. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You were still willing. You were still willing and able to just keep on trucking. Tears and triumphs. Mm -hmm. The tears, the tears are, the tears is, yet the tears are, I got to move out. <sighs> no, you tell it. What's the tears in this moment? The tears are, it's a lot going on, right? So I just got here. Yeah. I just finished my first year. One. Number one. Number two, I have invested so much money. Oh, my goodness. Into this building, into this business. Debt. Oh, my gosh. Credit card debt. I put my credit on the line mm -hmm. for this yeah. space, you know? I have here's the thing too because of what I'm certified in as a hair loss specialist that is a that is a niche that is not um it's not common it's not like somebody who who can do who can do wheeze by the hour no this is an actual skill that is taking research and time to develop there were only three of us in the city that did this sheesh one moved to Texas and the other one, I don't know where she went. Mm -hmm. So now I have 100, 150, 170 clients who I have nowhere to send. Mm. One client who I had a week prior before I got this email and I told her, if you stick with me, I'm going to stick with you. Oh, my God. This is so real. So now I feel like I have created an environment that makes me look like a liar. Mm -hmm. And that makes me look like I'm not trustworthy as a service provider. So now we got to move out. Bro. All that stuff. We got to move this back to the crib. Ugh. <sighs> Tears. A lot of tears. Oh my gosh, I cried for weeks. It's so much. Because, and then the other thing is like, I'm tired of seemingly failing in front of people. Like these people have seen, <laughs> have seen me go up, then come down. Mm -hmm. Go up, come down. I get started with something and it gets dropped to the ground. Like I'm tired of that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it feels like in the moment. But now I talk about the triumph. After I got through grind. You just got this full-time job at the exact same time. <laughs> talk about the provision of God. The provision the of Lord God. The Lord gives the oak. He says, hey, accept the position. Mm -hmm. Accept the position two weeks later. It came with a raise. And a bonus. And a bonus. Like, these people wanted me, John. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And there was, I, I made my offer and they accepted it, yeah. you know? So, it was like, okay, Lord, well, cool. This is what you want me to do. Had no idea that that was going, you know, the actual store was going to fall through the cracks. Had no idea. But it's like, God didn't leave us lacking. And he always tells us before. 
do this, do this. He's not explaining why we need to, but that's why obedience is so important. Thank you, Jesus. And so after crying about that for weeks, I remember when I got the email, I had to sit in the director's office at the school for two hours just to gather myself. Because guess what? I still have to be an instructor. 100%. Like, I couldn't fall apart. Yeah. They falling apart. This is not a small school. It's not. They're falling apart. And I have to. How many students are together at the school? 175, 180, something like that. Sheesh. We're rounding 200 students. Sheesh. (laughs) So, you know, it's it's like, this is one of those moments where, talk about a, a real gut punch. Yeah. You know, Although, even though we ask, Lord, what do we do? You have to alleviate. You have to relieve. Relieve me. Did not know that. Oh, thank you, Lord. One of the the closest things that was near and dear to my heart. He took it. Mm -hmm. That was a challenge. Will you still love me? Yeah. Will you still trust me? Will you still follow me even if I take what you feel is your baby? And you've been praying to me about it. Look here. So we don't always know which way the Lord is going to move. But when he does, we have to be okay with his sovereignty. His judgment is still his grace. On this side of of heaven. (laughs) Word. We ain't talking about eternity. (laughs) You're going to catch me at the white throne. (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. So right now. And so now on the job, favor comes. The opportunity to help change culture mm-hmm. is happening to you right now, right now at this job. Yes. Favor with man. Mm-hmm. With, again, because people, people just love you, babe. They love me. People love you. It's a grace. It's a grace. It is like, a real life grace. It's a real light that's exuding from you. It's a re- the real light of Christ. And people are drawn to it. The Bible says... If you, uh, what does it say? <laughs> what does it say? Um, yeah. Let's go. When you know. draw people, I would draw. If I be lifted up, yeah, I'll, I'll draw. draw. Yeah, there here. you go. <laughs> they must left me. It's if, a pew, pew. if I be lifted up, I'll draw. Mm-hmm. So, With loving kindness, have I drawn? Yeah, and all you do is lift Christ up in your everyday life. So and what I, happens? And I show is, love. What happens is you become a magnet. Mm-hmm. You become a magnet. People are attached to you so much so you have to tell them, "Hey, I have a bubble." You have to get away from me. Mm-hmm. People are attracted to you because of the God inside you. And all you do is point them back to him. I do. There have been times where students will be working on clients. And they will have a panic attack in the middle of working on a client. Yeah. And they'll say, go get Miss Mo. I have a conversation with them. They know what's up. One girl flat out was like, can you pray with me right now? Yeah. And I sure did. You know, that's what we do. I don't, I don't, I don't water down what I believe. I don't water down who I am to appease other people. Every single step the Lord has provided for us. Every single one. When it was, it was, I know, I know it was a hard day for you. 
when we had to clean out. Ooh. But it took three hours. It was quick. The whole day. Why? Because community. I had some um I sent I sent out some calls and some text messages and my guys showed they showed up. up. And they showed up quickly. Quickly. On time. Mm-hmm. And we got you out. Community. My, mm-hmm. my guys came together. They did. They said, "Be folks, we got you. We love, we love Mo, mm-hmm. and we got you, bro." Some of the ladies from the Be church folks. helped me clean it out. Yeah, at the end, they literally said, up, "They literally said, be folks, the host of Jesus and Jordans.' Like, we got you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they said. <laughs> we got you, bro. And the process was fast. It was community. So. What's next? Or do you know? Do you want to give out your next? Because I remember when I asked that question to Levi Two King, he was like, he doesn't give out his next. Better question: What advice do you have for the wife who's also a mother, who's also who wears many hats, and who is struggling with being an entrepreneur, or? who has this entrepreneurship tug from within, mm-hmm. but they're not acting on it yet. Um, yeah, If you want to think about it for a second, you can, but what advice would you give to these people? It could be one thing, it could be, it could be multiple, because th- this session is going to have to be a two-parter any, anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of learning to, I think you told me about that, to kind of cut it up, because mm-hmm. we're at an hour and 40 minutes already so yeah what's the advice you give to these people um to the person who has an entrepreneurship brewing Mm -hmm. that they haven't released yet quit being scared and go for it do it scared you do it you do it you jump out there you figure it out along the way you get scared later but do not allow fear to keep you in a place of doing nothing because you are missing out on the best that God has to offer. There's a scripture that always helped me when in those moments when I felt like I couldn't do it in those moments when um, I just wasn't sure. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, we need to draw back, be strong and courageous for the Lord. Thy God is with you wherever you go. Preach Mo. Huh? Come on, somebody. Say it with me. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Uh-huh. For the Lord thy God. For the Lord thy God. Is with you. Is with you. Wherever. Wherever. You go. Now turn to your neighbor and slap them. Wherever. And you know, the organ going crazy. People screaming hollow. You know, but no. That scripture, Joshua 1 and 9, it helped me. And that is what I'm going to tell the person who is struggling. Do I do it? Don't I do it? Be strong and courageous to the person that's like, I have an idea, but I feel like the market is oversaturated. You know how many, do you know how many loaves, bread makers? Oh my gosh. We got out here. How many brands of soap do we have? How can you make another brand of water? It's water. It's water. I mean, it can only be reversed osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> like so, how so. many different brands of water? 
energy drinks. How many olive oil brands are there out there? Like how how many? Here's the thing that people have to understand. Yes, this particular product may be similar to others or whatever it is that you want to offer. It may be something out there that's like that. But can't nobody do it like you. What the industry doesn't have is a you. Facts. So go ahead. Quit being scared because there are people, there are nations that are waiting for you to release what it is that you are pondering every night. They need you. And so to the person that has an entrepreneurship brewing that is afraid, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. To the person that's thinking, well, this could go wrong, this could go wrong, this could go wrong. Change your thinking to, well, this could go right. This could go right. This could go right. This could go right. I can make millions from this. You can. You know? It's all about perspective. It's all about mindset change. To the person that's already in entrepreneurship and you're struggling how do I balance all of this? You know what? Let's go back. I want to say that when you're in entrepreneurship, don't be afraid to continue to explore who you are as a person. Yeah. Because these experiences are going to grow you. They're going to challenge you. Some are going to change you. They're going to reveal to you what your weaknesses are. Lean into those weaknesses because that lets you know who to bring alongside you to help. Yep. That was something that I struggled with. Mm, everybody who starts with you will not be there. I won't even say the end because we're nowhere near the end. Mm-mm. They might not be you next in the next year. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. Because some of those people, they may you may think they, they love you, but you may be carrying your weight. True. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Nothing reveals the true intentions of people like money. Oh, my God. And mind you, people, we're not rich. We're not yet. Here we are. We're we almost there. We ain't rich yet, but give us a little time. <laughs> but here's the thing: just a little, success just a little bit, exposes truths. Does and, and it exposes the matters of the heart. Just a little success. Does. You're you're sharing with them, you know, a success or a victory and you're excited about it. And because they're close to it and they may have something similar going on and it's not working like that for them. But they can't doing nothing or they can't. Yeah, they're not doing nothing or whatever it is. Sometimes they cannot handle um, the favor that God is placing on your life because they're so close and they feel like God is not doing that for them. Yeah. Sometimes light isn't. Sometimes I realize that light is. Light is intimidating. Oh, it's very intimidating. When you're in darkness, we're not even talking about sin. We're talking about unfulfilled purpose. Mm-hmm. When you just when you're just existing and not living, and you see somebody with light who who's living in purpose, who's living with intention, and their successes, and like you know, you can see their victories, their small victories. That stuff is intimidating. Intimidating when you're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But guess what, y'all? It's fine. Keep going. Keep being, keep being the light. Mm-hmm. Just keep being successful. 
because God is going to bring that community for you. Yes. And don't you dare change what the Lord is doing in you and what the Lord has given you to do because of how other people are responding. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? All he's doing is just, um, you know, the wheat and the tear have to grow together. Mm. And eventually what's bad has to fall off and the rest is harvested. There you go. So the good stuff you're going to harvest, but that other stuff, it has to fly away. It has to fall off. Um, Understand that businesses have highs and lows. It's not a consistent climb. You'll have a high, something will happen, low. But in that low, that's where you learn. Mm -hmm. You come back up hi oh something happened Uh uh-oh we come back down you have to learn you know and when you get to the point where it's like i just don't know what to do that's when you need to change your environment yeah change your circle let me get around some people who've done this yeah let me glean let me learn so i can level up Mm -hmm. the moment you stop learning that's the moment that your business stops growing what have what have you done as we're wrapping this up, what have you done to improve your mental health throughout this process? I've learned the importance of rest. Number one. Here's the thing. When I. Uh, how do you rest though? Because like tell the people how you. I ain't talking about when you just be on your phone. Just like. That's actually downtime for me. That is decompression. For sure. For me. Keep going. Yeah. Um, you have to understand how you operate. Yeah. So, like you mentioned, when I'm on my phone I'm playing a game, playing or games, bro. They, hey, look, them <laughs> games. They, they, they are a woosa. You know, it's like puzzle games or whatever. They are a woosa for me because it helps to, it literally relieves tension from my brain. I everything that I do in life, literally every aspect of my life, I am pouring into others. I'm talking. I am. It's it's a lot of emotional high emotional moments all the time mm-hmm. in everything that I'm doing. And so I need something mindless seemingly, seemingly to decompress. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I'm in the car, I don't listen to music. If no one else is in there quietness, I need that to decompress and to, um, wind down. Uh, I goes to sleep. Yeah knocked out okay i'm gonna go to sleep okay i'm not up i'm not worrying about nothing no i'm gonna take my tail to bed oh she will yes i will unapologetic oh i'm going to bed unapologetically uh yeah she's not apologizing for this no i'm not i'm going to bed i'm going to bed i'll see you when i see you good night all right babe i see you mm-hmm. <laughs> kisses hugs. she may come down around 10 o'clock for a snack i'm gonna get me a snack <laughs> I'm going to get me a snack. After I eat that snack, I'm going back to bed. Facts. You know? And what I'm learning is that if I'm sleepy at 9 o'clock, I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock. If I'm sleepy at midnight, I'm going to bed at midnight. You know? So rest is the biggest thing. And the reason why I'm really understanding the importance of rest is that on the back of my oil bottles, it says apply at night before bed. A lot of times people ask me, why am I applying it at night? At nighttime, that is when your cells rejuvenate. Mm-hmm. You got highest uh, cell turnover. So that is the that is the time when um, your muscles rejuvenate, your cells 
or rejuvenating. Your hair grows the fastest. And so the same thing is happening with your mind. Your mind is being renewed while you're sleeping. So um, when I really started taking rest seriously, the Lord started talking to me again about things that he wanted me to do. Because for a while it had stopped because I was not resting. And even though I would go to sleep, my mind was still working the whole time I was asleep. So I would still wake up feeling as if I had no sleep at all. And so right now, oh, no, I don't have no issues. I turns it off. Yeah. So shout out to your times of getting your nails done, your feet done, your hair did. <laughs> Just yes. times for you. I'm learning yeah. how to take better self-care i'm yeah. learning what i like in regards to self-care and what replenishes and rejuvenates me yeah thank you so much thank you for inviting me on your show we have to do this more we do because now people are going to fall in love with this podcast with, with this session and we have to do something for the married couples we we've do. been we've been together this fall will be 14 years 14 years and this May will be 11 years of marriage. Yes. You've been my longest relationship. Uh, I mean, this was probably <laughs> nine years ago, officially. <laughs> no, like 12 years ago, officially was like, oh, it's my longest. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, babe. So um, we're going to have to come back together, give some advice, some nuggets, some things that we've, we've learned through our marriage. Yes to help other people because we're 11 years and we're not perfect. We're not the prototypical marriage. We're not our marriage. And our, our marriage, if you look in, in the dictionary, it's not going to be our pictures, bro. But we are intentional. We love God. We love each other. Faithful in this thing. And we have a good time. We have a great time. We're raising four kids and it's not easy. It's not easy. Like y'all, we have almost 17 year old daughter. <laughs> And it's tough at times. Mm -hmm. We have a nine-year-old. Yeah. Oh, she'll be uh, almost ten-year-old, almost nine-year-old, oh almost God, a five-year-old. Five oh gosh! Like the kids are. You have a seventeen-year-old and a five-year-old. Who does Who that? Does? What are we doing? What is wrong with us? So yeah, would we would definitely come back together to give some nuggets to give our experiences because we are an open book. Yeah. But again, for this session, thank you, babe. This is my longest session, and we could have talked a little longer, but it's getting late. It is getting late. We I'm sleepy. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but again, this is the Jesus and Jordans podcast, where it's all all about Christ and culture, everything Christ and culture, and, and the things in between. And I am grateful for this podcast, and I will see y'all later. Bye. All right.